my new home. My uh, my four o'clock meeting got cancelled, so I came home early. Darling, are you in this? Oh. Oh. <laughs> what the hell? I guess I can explain. Brian, what the hell are you doing in my bed? Have you been having sex with my wife? Oh, goodness me, no. <laughs> You're in bed together? Yes, but we've been having an affair for three years now. We stopped having sex over a year ago. <laughs> I was just reading Wolf Hall. And I was doing the online shopping on the iPad. I got us a butternut squash. Oh, great, I love those. Greetings, prisoners. This is the Chief Warden. The evening courses in drilling, fake beards and rope ladders are all fully subscribed. Places in the HMP Ukulele Orchestra are still available. Let me tuck you in, darling. Would you like a bedtime story? Yes, please. Once upon a time, there was a daddy mouse who lived in a lovely house made of cheddar with a mummy mouse and a little baby mouse. But one day, mummy mouse and daddy mouse had a bit of an argument and they decided to have a break because Mummy Mouse needed more space, whatever that means. You'd think she'd have enough space in a semi-detached cheddar house that Daddy Mouse paid the mortgage on pretty much single-handedly. Anyway, the point is that Daddy Mouse had to move out for a bit, but he'd be back soon and they'd all live happily Daddy! What is it? Don't tell me the end. I know what happens. It's the same story with the squirrels that Mummy told me last night. Really? What happened with the squirrels? Daddy Squirrel moved out, and in the meantime, Mummy Squirrel stole all the nuts which Daddy Squirrel had been saving up over the years in a tree. Then, Mummy Squirrel and Baby Squirrel moved to France to live in a chateau made of hazelnuts, and they all lived happily ever after. Oh, did they? That's interesting. And how did they afford this chateau? You get more for your nuts there. It's not a very happy ending, is it? Weren't they sad, with nobody to look after them? No, silly. They were well looked after by Daddy Squirrel's brother, Hunky Squirrel. Hunky Squirrel? Yes, Hunky Squirrel. He has the biggest, bushiest tail in all the forest. Oh, that's the most horrible story I think I've ever heard. Well, uh, the mouse story doesn't end like that. In fact, uh, it's got a new ending, which I've just written. What happens in the mouse story? Daddy Mouse hires a cat. Bristol Aquarium. If you want to see a fish that looks exactly like Shane Ritchie, please make your way to Eel World on level six. Thank you. <sighs> Fill her up, Bob. Excuse me. Sorry, are you... Uh... I I'm nobody, kid. Yes, you are. You're Jeff Lavelle. They said I would find you here. You got the wrong guy. I'm just an old man trying to drink his whiskey. I'd recognise those knees anywhere. You're the roller. I've watched that 76 Wimbledon final a hundred times. You're the reason I got... You want to be like me, kid? Hmm? You want to be a pro ball boy? Well, take a good long look, because this is what happens. What went wrong, Mr Lavelle? I made a mistake. I got old. And this business is one thing worse than dropping a ball, and that's your balls dropping. But you were the best. Doesn't matter. Nobody likes it when a ball boy's legs are hairier than Andre Agassi's chest. There's a reason it's ball boy, not ball man. Just like it's fireman, not fireboy. And then there was... What happened? That wasn't your fault. Everyone knows that court was way too damp for Slazengers. Never blame your balls, son. I should have stepped when the shots got too small. I want to be a ball boy just like you. I applied to the academy last year, but I didn't make the cut. Maybe this year you could help me. I'm gonna need skin thicker than two barkers. Not a problem. Listen, kid. I can see you got balls. You're holding one above your head and you got two jammed into your shorts. <sighs> Listen, kid. 
Listen, good. Tomorrow, 5 a.m., Bromley South Hardcourt. If you're even a second late, I'll be gone quicker than you can say Andy Murray's actually quite good fun in real life. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, kid. You've given me a reason to live again. I'm going to see my daughter. For the first time in ten years, I'm going to give up alcohol. I'm going to squeeze into these goddamn shots. This is the greatest day. Barman, give me a dime for the jukebox. And a can. No, you said you'd stop drinking. This isn't a can of beer, kid. Slazengers! Damn straight. Remember, at 9pm in the dining hall, Mad Frankie Rogers will be hosting another episode of What Are You In For? The prison's very own comedy prisoner panel show. Basically, that we love the location that we're in, but... We're accepted now. If we want to have two bathrooms, then we're just going to have to move further out. Yeah, well, buying a house is all about compromise. No. Yeah. Guys, um, can we <clears throat> stop talking about property for a bit? Our, our dream was to do up a period cottage, but actually there's a lot to be said for a new build. Yeah. Uh, and remember, you're not going to live there forever. It's yeah. an investment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. um, if you keep on talking about property, I'm going to saw off my arm. Hermione and I made a list of things we wouldn't budge on, and you should do the same. Yeah. Right. Here we go. Uh, that's such a great idea. I think my main two things are I need to be uh, in quiet streets and good streets. I can't find More than that. kind of consideration. Yeah. got this great This is the chief of the boat, depth 70 feet. There is a moth on the submarine. All hands to locate the moth on the submarine. Kill on sight, no firearms. This is the chief of the boat. There is a hole on the left inferior aspect of the seat of Captain Winthrop's trousers. Be advised, mission profile is now capture, not kill. The moth is to be court-martialed. I received your email. No small talk. Give me the money, and no one ever needs to find out about these photos. This is starting to sound a little bit like blackmail. That's because it definitely is blackmail. Recognise this signed receipt for five boxes of breadsticks? That's a lot of breadsticks. I've never seen this receipt before in my life. That's funny, because it looks a lot like your signature. Anyone can fake a signature. Maybe. It's a lot harder to fake CCTV footage of you with flour all over your shirt. Lying. Does any of this sound familiar, Ken? Hiring a hotel room by the hour? Holding yourself up for the afternoon with six brioche buns and a Danish? Ringing any bells? No. That wasn't me. Taking a river cruise with a couple of sesame seed bloomers and a poppy seed bagel before taking a long drive to your country cottage where you scoffed sunflower seed baps until dawn. It's all a little bit... CD. How the hell did you find out? You've got a loyalty card at every back alley baker in the city. You got lazy, Ken. It wouldn't surprise me if you had a mini pitta bread in your pocket right now. What if I do? You can't hurt me. What would the papers make of a respected high court judge up to his armpits in crusty rolls, up all night chasing the nun? I'm hearing a lot of talk, but I'm not seeing photos. Very well. Look, you with a baguette under your arm, you look like a little French schoolboy on the hall. It's a bit grainy. It's a whole meal baguette, you monster. A public apology. A stint at the Priory. It might save your marriage, but you'll never get your job back. Okay, what do you want? I'll do anything. Anything? What do you want, dammit? Just let me know where I can get a couple of cheap atters. Come with me. This is the Chief of the Boat. My Kashmir war jumper is ruined. Mission profile is once again kill the moth on the submarine. Come in. Ah, Roger. Take a seat. So, 
How do you think your year's been? Well, I've, I've hit all my targets so far, so I'm pretty happy. It's not all about targets, though, is it? Hmm? I'm going to read something back to you. Have a good one. You're really putting the old in Arnold. Think any bells? Um, no. Arnold's 52nd birthday card from the office back in September. Hmm? That was your message. Not very funny, is it? I, I, I was rushed. I, I didn't have time to think of a good one. Sam was about to bring in Arnold's birthday cake. I uh, was going to rush it off. Yes, Sam. Do you remember what you wrote in her maternity leave card? No. And frankly, I had no idea you kept them. Of course I keep them. I'll tell you what you wrote. Now you've finally got a reason to be eating for two. <laughs> Off colour and again, half-baked. I was going to write baby on board, but it was already taken. Not good enough. And when Cheryl got engaged, you were the only person to write your message on the left-hand side of the card, while everyone else's messages were on the right, creating an ugly asymmetry. Cheryl was devastated. I was the first person to sign the card, then everyone else signed it on the right. I got stitched up. Do you know what I'm hearing, Roger? Excuses. The fact is, your messages have been getting consistently less funny since you joined in 2011. And normally, I would just give you a warning, but it was what you wrote in my birthday card yesterday that really hurt. Didn't I just write happy birthday? Exactly. No wordplay, no punning, not even an exclamation mark. And then a picture of a face that had been run over. Was this a deliberate reference to the death of my father? Of course not. That was supposed to be a smiley face, but I ran out of room because I was at the edge of the car. I'm handing you your notice. You are cockadoodle fired That's pathetic. Do as I say, not as I do. Now get the hell out of here before I run over your face. This is the Chief Warden. In exchange rate news, the cigarette has gone up against the chisel for the third week in a row, reaching its highest point since the cigarette crashed three years ago. You now need 30 cigarettes to get out of a shanking. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm insistent on good transport, obviously, and a roof terrace, and what James needs is a south-facing basin. Yes. Uh, okay, yes. guys, um, if you're going to keep talking about property, just so you know, I'm, I'm going to start decapitating gerbils with a chisel. In our place, we managed to get a south-facing basin, yeah. and we did that by knocking the bathroom into mm. the hall and putting in a revolving Sorry, door. Oh, planning permission for that. <laughs> planning permission? More okay. like planning Hello, darling. Hi. I'm so sorry that I'm late. Did you find my parents? Are you getting on okay? Yep, absolutely fine. They're already sitting here when I arrived. And we're getting on better than okay. We are getting on like a house on fire. Oh, thank God. Oh, I can't believe you never told me your parents are Spanish. What? I'd never seen it in you before. Oh, my dad must be playing a joke on you. Come on. Where are you going? To see my mum and dad. They're over here. No, they're not. Tim, were you sat with that couple in the corner? Yes, I love your dad's moustache. And the flowers in your mother's hair, they really set off her dark, passionate eyes. No, those aren't my parents. My parents are the couple wearing cagoules by the window. What? Oh, right. Maeve? Yes, darling? Can we just have dinner with Carlos and Juanita instead? They're so cool. Juanita used to be one of the most notable grocers in all of Madrid. And it'll just be a bit awkward to have dinner with your parents now. Why? Well, I've already invited Carlos and Juanita on holiday to the Algarve. 
Your parents will be hurt if they're invited. Can't we just invite my real parents? Yeah, I just think there'll be room. Your dad knows someone there with a cottage. How does your dad know someone in the Algarve? Not my dad, your dad. Well, Carlos, he said I could call him dad. He's not your dad? Not my real dad, no, but when we get married, I want him to feel like I'm his son. But he isn't related to you in any way. Look, darling... Can we continue this conversation later on? I'm being a little bit rude. Exactly, you are. Come and say hi to my parents. No, 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 I'm being rude to Carlos. He was in the middle of this brilliant anecdote about how he, uh, he once lost some tapas at a bullfight. See you later. Tim. Carlos, Juanita! Ooh, another bottle of Rioja. Let's do it. Waiter, some more hams. The driest hams in the house. Okay, let's just check the levels. Uh, if you could speak into the microphone, please. One, two, one, two, buckle my shoe. <laughs> uh, very good. Okay, so the film we're doing today is a German short about a man who's trying to reconnect with his father. Uh, you've seen the English version of the script? Sure, yeah. Of course, you're, you're a pro. If you're happy to start? No problem. Uh, okay, first sentence. I'll just play the original in first for timing. My father, warum willst du so bang dein Gesicht schauen? And in front of you should be the line, My father, why do you hide your face in shame? Have I failed you so badly that you can't even look at me? Gotcha. Great, I'll play it through and you can dub over the top. Okay, recording. My father, why do you hide your face in shame? Have I failed you so badly that you can't even look at me? Uh, okay, you did it with a bit of a German accent there. Great. No, uh, we'd like it in your normal accent, please. Okay, but it's a German film, right? Yes, but the English dub is to be in English accents. All the other parts have been dubbed with English accents. It's going to seem a bit odd if suddenly one character sounds like they come from an episode of Allo Allo. Although it could explain why his father's never bonded with him. Look, the client wants it to sound English, and they hire the studio by the hour, so if you could please get on with it and do it in an English accent. Yes, sure. Um, one last question... If they're an English family, why are they living in Hamburg? Expats? Fine, you can imagine they're expats if that's going to help. Just speak in your normal voice, please. Roger. OK, recording. My father, why do you hide your face and sh... Yeah, uh, you did it again. Did I? Y yes. Oh, that's weird. I guess I'm struggling to understand why a family of expats are working in the construction industry in Hamburg. They're not expats, OK? They're a German family who speak English with English accents, OK? OK. Recording. My father, why do you hide to your... Done it again! Are you sure? That felt like a good one. OK, listen, I'm going to play it back to you, all right? My father, why do you hide your face in shame? Too emotional? He's supposed to speak with an English accent. Yes, but the fact is, no matter how well you learn a foreign language, you never lose your original accent, unless he was brought up in the UK. But I know that my character grew up in the suburbs of Dusseldorf. I mean, he could have taught himself with a language CD, but you'd, you'd never get it to that level. Forget about the character for a minute. Just say the actual words in your normal voice. Just no performance, no character. Just say the words, please. My father, why do you hide your face in shame? Have I failed you so badly that you can't even look at me? Great. That's actually better. OK, now, now, if you could do that in character, please, I'll turn the sound off the original film. You can just watch his lips, OK? Here we go. Recording. My father... Stop it! My father, why... No! OK, hang on. I've got this. <coughs> Ah, 
My father, why... Okay, you can get stuffed, I'm going to lunch. Uh, hello? Hello? W w could we split the difference and make him Flemish? Hello? Welcome to the Bristol Aquarium. It's 2.30 and time to find out what it's like to be a shark. For the next ten minutes, if you stop moving, one of our staff members will suffocate you. The reports are back from the lab, Dr. Stevens. Yes? The manuscripts are definitely from the right era. They aren't fakes. They're real Shakespeare's. 25 new Shakespeare plays, not read or seen, since the 1600s. Oh, oh God, this is incredible. We're going to be on the front of every newspaper in the whole world. No, we won't, because I'm going to burn them. Are you insane? They're terrible. Shakespeare is the greatest writer who's ever lived in history. You wouldn't be saying that if you'd read Steve of Athens or The Taming of the Shrew 2, Electric Shrewgaloo. He had sequels. Yeah, it turns out he was a total sellout. Loads of them are sponsored by a product called Terry's Mead. I won't believe it. No, no give them to me. No, no, no give them back here. But they must be destroyed. Look, let's see. It can't be that bad. Here, Petronius, your face is fairer than a thousand really top-notch faces. That is weak. See, the dialogue is clunky throughout. Wait, it can't be that bad. Give me another. Okay, here you go. Try this, right? The final lines of King Lear versus Predator. The alien, invisible bee. So let's blow the shit out of the entire tree and then all back to mine for some Terry's meat. Oh, God, they're awful. Burn them. Let's burn them now. For God's sake, burn, burn them. them. They must be destroyed. My life's work has been for nothing. Let's burn ourselves together. The, the world must never know that Shakespeare was a tit. The prison governor would like to express his disappointment that last week's summer fate descended into gang violence and 14 deaths. As a result, the Harvest Festival has been cancelled. This includes the Pumpkin Parade. How are you feeling? Really, really nervous. Not surprised. Not surprised. I feel emotional anyway, for you. My heart is going, I can't believe I'm finally going to meet my older brother. I know. You hold my hand. Yeah, of course, Sorry. of course. Just, we, I'm just worried we're not going to bond. No, we've never, we haven't grown look, up together. Look, I, th I think that's him. Oh, oh my god. Wow, he, he looks just like you. <laughs> that is, is him, he's waving. Brian. Brian, is that you? Brian, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm here. <laughs> Brian. I'm a mess. Brian says. Yeah, hello. It's my wife, Julie. So lovely to so meet nice you. Oh, wonderful. Brian. It's just, I can't, I can't you're believe funny. you're there. You're real. I'm just I'm so looking forward to this. I've got to say, Alan, please, just. Stop hitting yourself! Ow! 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 What are you doing? Stop it! Stop ow. hitting yourself! Ow! Why are you doing that? Straight up! Why are you hitting yourself? You're actually hitting yourself, aren't you? Actually, yeah. No, not because you're hitting yourself. I wouldn't be hitting myself. I wouldn't be hitting yourself because you're a knob face. Oh, who's a knob face? I'm a knob face! I'm a knob face! Chinese bird! I'm a knob face! I'm a knob face! Yes! So, guys, we've got a restaurant, but we don't want to be late for the table. That's right, yeah. We've got to do. We've got to go. We've heard it's a really nice restaurant, except unfortunately for you, there's a no knob face policy. Oh, but you're the one who's a knob face because you're this is the team in the boat, moth on the bridge. The moth is on the bridge of the submarine. The moth is flitting about the captain as if he was a lit candle. All hands to the bridge. All hands. Squad, load the guns. Squad, take aim. 
Do you have any final words before you meet your fate? I just wonder really whether all this is necessary. How do you mean? Well, I only left the photocopier without any paper in it. You saw the note I stuck to the photocopier. It was very clear in saying that anyone caught leaving it without any paper in it would have to face the consequences. Yes, but I didn't realise the consequences were that I'd be executed by firing squad. This is all above board, Sam. What did you assume the consequences would be? I thought I'd probably have to wash all the mugs in the kitchen area. I hadn't thought of that. That does seem like a good punishment. I'm happy to do it. Thing is, I've hired the firing squad now and they're all very up for it. To be honest, I'd be happy not to shoot this bloke. Thank you very much. Be quiet, I'm not paying you to talk. I'm just saying, back in the firing squad office, I sometimes leave the photocopier without any paper in it and usually I just have to wash all the mugs in the kitchen area. It's a much more reasonable solution. It's a win-win situation for me and the mugs. Well, suddenly everyone's an expert on office punishments. Sam, I suppose you thought it was harsh last year when Sally Evans forgot to order a new box of highlighters and I buried her alive. I just thought you could have made her wash all the mugs in the kitchen area. I think a picture is emerging here of a very dysfunctional office. Will you shut up? I paid you to come and shoot this man to death, not to harp on about washing mugs. I'm just saying that washing mugs is a punishment, but it also leads to washed mugs. Shut up! I mean, who's going to end up washing the mugs this evening when everyone's gone home? Probably me after I've cleaned up all the blood off the wall from shooting Sam to death. Well, I've got to say, because of how I feel, I'm probably going to miss on purpose. Thank you very much. Oh, will the others do that too? No, 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 they're much too professional. Oh, good, good, good. Off we go. Mask on, Sammy. I've got to say, by the way, that this is completely and utterly ridiculous. It's a waste of office time, it's a waste of resources, and it's a, it's a damn shame for my grandchildren. Right, I'd better go and wash those bloody mugs. This is a customer announcement to the person throwing bones at the dogfish. You're not funny. One, two, one, two. Buckle my shoe. Yeah, great. Levels looking good. Okay, so today we're recording the voiceover for an animated movie about a beaver who dreams of being an astronaut, but is held back by the fact that he's a beaver. I've read the script. I love it. Great. Uh, let's give it a whirl. Uh, in this scene, Barnaby the beaver is looking in the mirror talking to himself. Uh, the line is, I wish I could build a dam that could stop me feeling sad. Gotcha. OK, recording. So, sorry, you, you all right? Do you want, yep. you want a glass of water? Uh, no, no, fine. Thank you. OK, re- recording. Right, OK. If you could just read from the script, please. Uh, OK. OK, recording. Yeah, the, the beaver speaks in English. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Is it a magic beaver? If that helps you to do it in English, yes, it, he's a magic beaver. Okay, let's do it. R- recording. You're doing it again. Uh, sorry, but magic or not, beavers don't have lips. They can't speak English. Barnaby is already wearing trousers and a jetpack. Okay, the audience will not be concerned if he speaks English to a high standard. Can we go again, please? One last question. If he's magic, why does he need a jetpack? Oh, forget it, I'm going to the pub. Hello? It's a simple question. I, I, I mean, I, I, can, I can try again. I've researched this very carefully. I sound exactly like a beaver. This is a customer announcement. Just a reminder that wasabi and soy sauce are strictly forbidden in the salmon maze. Scared the crap out of them. Morning! Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> I said, good morning! We heard, Dad. Well, what do you think? Of what? 
What? What? She says, just take a look at me. You've parted your hair the other way? Nope. Did you shave your beard off? Never had a beard. Did you pluck that ugly wart on your face? What? 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 No. Ugly look at me. Look at me all over. Put it this way. If my name wasn't Leslie, I might have to change it. Oh, my God. You've had a... You're a... <laughs> yes. I am now a cat. You look great. This is the Chief Warden. Prisoner Johnson in cell block 15 would like to reiterate that he does not want to know the results of any football matches since 1974. He's planning a match of the day marathon on his release. Hello there. Um, what kind of food do you do? This is an ennui-themed restaurant. Whatever you'll eat, you'll experience nothing but a crushing sense of ennui. Hmm. Never been to an ennui-themed restaurant before. Table for one, please. All tables are for one, ultimately. You've got a table for four over there. The chairs are for one. I'll just sit here, then. Lovely music. Music is one of man's most futile pursuits. <laughs> I'm not sure what your saxophonist would say about that. The saxophonist took cyanide at the start of his set. Menu. Thank you. I never know what to choose. Um, what's in the angst chowder? It is literally of no significance. Okay, I'll try it anyway. And for your main... Um, the overwhelming sense of despair burger. With the uh, gripping listlessness relish. To distract myself from the inevitability of death, I'm going to ask you if you want any sides. Melon cauliflower cheese? Fine, if the chef can bring himself to stop drinking and cook it. And can I have some water? Still or still... Don't you mean sparkling or still? All water is still, eventually. Right. You know what, I'm starting to lose my appetite. I might just go straight to dessert. Death by chocolate cake, what's that like? I immerse your head in a bucket of chocolate until you stop breathing. Yes. Yes, I'll try that. We're going to get it converted. So, oh, do you have one, the insulation? Uh, okay, the window I'm dousing or... us all in mm. petrol. Okay, if one of you mentions one more word about stamp duty or loft conversions or interest sodding rates, we're all going to be consumed by fire. Sweet, Miss Harris is a mad because I want a driveway. Prime Minister, the North Koreans have got hold of a new superweapon. Thermonuclear? The opposite. Isobigular? Correct. They have the iceberg that sank the Titanic. Frosty Susan! Slag of the seas, but how? It's been in hiding since 1912. We believe it masqueraded as a leisure glacier in the French Alps, and later as a sculpture of itself in Madame Tussauds. Right under our noses. We were there every day last week. Oh, chilly little temptress. Ice bitch. This is the acting chief of the boat. I'm afraid the moth has killed both the chief and Captain Winthrop. He has a taste for blood now. Save yourselves! Save yourselves, oh God! Small scenes starred Mike Wozniak, Henry Packer, Sarah Pascoe, Daniel Rigby and Innes Dunn. It was written by the cast and Ben Partridge, with additional material from John Lyons and Dan O'Donoghue. It was produced by Simon Mayhew Archer.